Hi friend, welcome to Valley and View. I'm Betsy and I'm so glad you're joining us for today's conversation. On this podcast, we're just a bunch of regular people living our regular lives, which happens to include shady dark valleys, but also some pretty spectacular views. So that's what we'll be talking about here. The lowest of lows, the highest of highs, and the lessons we've gleaned from the proverbial hike of life in hopes that it can encourage you along your proverbial hike as well. No matter where you are on your journey, we're glad you're joining us on ours. Before we get started, I do just want to drop a little disclaimer. The conversations you're about to hear are based on our personal experiences and relationships. We hope you hear something in these conversations that spark an idea, an emotion, or even breakthrough in some way. But please, do not take our words as gospel truth. That can only be found in one place. So let these conversations enter your hearts and minds, but let the Lord speak to you in ways that only He can. All right, you ready? Let's go. Okay, how we um, actually kick us off with that game? Oh, and I, have, you, I have to think of. Oh, okay, okay. You do the game, and then I'm starting the song, and then oh, y'all jump wait, in. Is this the thing I was confused on? Well, you're supposed on. to say it then. I know, but I don't know it. Why do you get to pick the song? Because I have one in mind. Fine, me too. Okay, if you don't do the one that I'm thinking, we're, I'm we're doing what we're doing. I'm just gonna out there. I'm really lost. When Yinda, the words to the song, singala, singala. Is this the theme song? Okay. Ba, ba da, ba da. Summer loving had me a blast. Summer loving. Have you never watched Groove? I met a boy who ghosted me. Oh, story of We're not starting off like this. Okay, okay, all right. That's chaotic. That's too much. No, it's not. I appreciate the love it. And again, one of those clips that's gonna get played at whoever's. Whoever does first. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I got the ghosting part. I'm like, new new things are coming. That is so three weeks ago. That is so. Yes, that is just oh, three yes, weeks ago and the three weeks before that and the five months before that. And Anyways, okay, welcome back to another episode of Valley and View. <laughs> and the chaos has started. So happy Saturday. Everybody. Happy Saturday morning. We have had... Lots of coffee and a little just delirium. us together. And Casey's baseline is we've sweated out all of our sanity. Casey's baseline personality is five coffees. So <laughs> I know <laughs> she's had one. <laughs> On top of that, I know I was going to get defriended last night for my energy levels. So Ooh. anyways, yeah, we are here today. <laughs> Close to it. Space. <laughs> Talk about ghosting. All right, rain it in. Rain it in. Rain it in. <laughs> We're already losing like half the people. No, not yet, not yet, y'all. Um, we are now. here today because <laughs> half we the people. Not the weed. <laughs> we're gonna have to come back. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Okay. We're back. Are we ready? And we're back. Okay. So today we wanted to uh, do a little summer loving debrief. So if you listen to that sounds fun with Annie F. Downs, which we are all. Big, big fans. Love her. Um, she did a series in June. Was it June? Yes. I mean, can someone? Yeah, I, yes. it was. It was June, yes. It was June. Anyways, um, she did a Summer <laughs> Loving series, and it was just really good, and we learned a lot about it, and also just in our general lives, learning a lot, um, as one does. And so we have, uh, in the sake of, what? I'm afraid I'm going to get yelled at. Oh, don't touch the mic. 
Um, oh that was aggressive. I'm sorry. Um, for the sake of not being as chaotic as we usually would be, we have picked out a few categories and placed them on cards in front of us to stay on track. Clearly working out well. Um, yeah, clearly. So we're just going to get after it. And Casey, since you play Uno for, for a living. <laughs> Wait, will you tell that? Can you tell that story? Which one? The, I when you Uno said I play Uno for a living. Oh, yeah. Well, Betsy the was short just, version? Yeah, Betsy was writing out all the cards. And she's like, well, we're going to put all these topics on cards. They're like, oh, you'll put it face down, and then we'll just pick one as we go. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I play Uno for a living. I know how this works. Which the, she, original the original story. story the reason why that been, was funny. You mean with the guy? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. Y'all, this just is the short just the short version. The short version is yeah, she was hanging was, out with a guy I, one time. I was time. hanging out with a guy, and it was a very strange situation. And Also, hold on, Paul's. To preface, Casey, uh, Casey works, mm-hmm. her work is with going children. into hospitals with kids and basically gets to hang out with them and like do different activities. And some of those activities are card games. Yes. So that's the preface. Preface. Thank you. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, hanging out with a guy. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So hanging out with a guy and just naturally when we go back to his house, he had just being a... I'm sure he's a really nice guy. I, I'm sure he is. It just, it being, not, it's okay. it's it not very, about him, it's about you. Yeah. yeah, no, but it was just a very strange situation. I was like, you know what? I think we just got to remove ourselves. And then when he did pull out the Uno cards and say, do we want to deal now? I was like, oh, he said, know, do you want to play Uno? And you said, I, I mean, I did, but I was like, yeah, I do this for a living. <laughs> I play Uno for a living. Basically. And then I did proceed to play. And then I'd said it was my time to, to go to leave. It so. wasn't it. And that's okay. I, said, I never saw him again. And I think we're going to we're gonna leave it at that. But yeah. I love Monopoly. No, that was... Like, that's different there. Like, when we go to breweries and stuff like that, I love to play Monopoly deal. Like, I love, like, a lot of breweries down here have, like, board games and things like right. that. That is great. But, like, in a setting where it's like, oh, my gosh, we've get, we're getting to know each other. We'll go back to your place. Or we're going to have, like, a glass of wine or whatever. And then it's, like, your play first Uno? go-to line is, so do you want to play Uno? I don't know. I just and don't... your first go-to line is, I play Uno yeah, for a living. Actually, I'm a professional at it. So, anyways, I would love to use your um, skills and... Oh. Would you pick a card, please? I have the honor, y'all. What, what is the first topic? What a detour. Okay, the great, um, the great first topic is, okay, marriage-minded dating and casual dating. So is it oh, kind of versus. and or versus? Oh, I think that's supposed to be a versus. Oh, that's okay, yeah. So marriage-minded dating versus casual dating. Okay. All right, y'all, let's hear your thoughts. Who's kicking it off? <laughs> okay, I'll kick Ready? it off. I don't know. Take it away, y'all. First thought. Um, based on something in the uh, AFD Summer Loving series, is you have to consider age, first of all. And I think about this a lot because me and Emma, which Emma is my 14, oh my, oh my gosh, she turns 15 in like a week. That's crazy. Wild. Wow. But obviously, God. we talk about boys, and um, boys. we talk about a lot like when I'm giving her, air quote, advice, that I'm like, okay, this is coming from a 31-year-old. You are 15. Our reasons for dating right now are obviously different. Like, there are some things that overlap. Um, So I think for me personally, being 31, I'm more in the camp of, like, marriage-minded dating right Mm now um, because something they said, looping back, um, on that series. I don't know who the guest speaker was, but – I think it was Jackie Dorman, actually, but she was like, listen, if you're over 30, you're not in your girlfriend era anymore. You're in your wifey era. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you are not dating to be a girlfriend. Do you hate that I said that? Stop giving me that look. <laughs> no, I'm not looking at you. I hate wifey, but go No, on. I do too, I but that's your fault. She, that. she, she said that. She, that was her quote. I don't like that either. Or kiddos. But what she was saying, word. yes. 
But what she was saying is like, you're dating is different now. Um, You're not dating to be a girlfriend. Like you're dating to be a wife, if that's Mm -hmm. what you want. Um, So that's just the first thing that came to mind. So I think for me, I've shared this before, but I really did not have a desire to start dating or like anything like that until I was 26. So not to say like, oh, on the other, you know, side of 25 but um but I mean honestly until I started like moved to Randleman and started like meeting y'all and really in church and things like that I mean I was just so focused on like friends family travel my career was a really big thing driving dating life no, in Randleman yeah saw no, us and also, she was jealous no, no but also <laughs> y'all's like obedience and how you're like very prayerful and mindful about it and things like that that was very I was like wow I did not realize I also I also had that desire um so I will say it did do me not like a disservice I shouldn't say that but because I never really had a never did like the middle school crush no high school dating you know I dated um my like one of my best college guy friends for a few months in college but he was very patient with me and I was absolutely by no means ready to be in a relationship let alone like seeking one it just was one of those wow I care so deeply for you you're such a guy you're so you know awesome to me but I really never had an interest in dating until I was like 26 and so when I was surrounded then by a lot of friends and people at church who were very marriage minded I feel like I never really had the opportunity not had the opportunity I never gave myself the opportunity to be like hey just go on dates and get to know people or goodness forbid have a crush until I really moved to Charlotte and now I have like 17 17 crushes crushes. (laughs) literally everywhere I go um and yeah generally it's Um, But I also think, too, just, like, getting to know people or, like, not going into it with so much, like, stress and pressure is something I've done a little bit – I've done a better job at that with also the goal in mind, though, is marriage. Like, I don't – I'm not going to continue to go on dates with someone if I do not see that we share the same values or we don't have the same future in mind. Like, you know, I've – hit him with the text of it's really nice to meet you and Mm -hmm. I can tell you're a great person. I wish you all the best, but I'm not it. Right. Somebody edited my note. Um, I was thinking while you were saying that too, there, I feel like in Christian dating, we can be overkill on the marriage-minded dating. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say, I think that I have always had that drilled in me for my whole life. So I think when I was younger, I... I wouldn't, I wouldn't like even entertained mm-hmm. potentially dating that boy sure. because I was like, I'm not going to marry him. Right. And at 16, no. I, do we yeah, maybe think no, of that? No. I'm, I mean, I, you don't want to, I don't definitely, I think it's like, you want to still be thinking like, this is a good human that like, right. is going to contribute to my life in healthy yes. and positive ways. Not just like, this is a man so I can be with him or a boy, I guess at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. So I can be with him just to fulfill like that side of like whatever. But I think I just literally was thinking about it and I was like, no. Okay, actually though, I was so marriage minded yeah. when I was for when you were talking about Emma. Yeah. I was like, yeah. No. When oh, I was in middle school, yeah. I like the first guy that I ever let myself fully develop real feelings for, like I was already being like, I could see yeah. us married someday. And that's crazy. Yeah. I tell Emma all the time, I'm like On a deep level. This guy you're talking to, you're not gonna marry him. Well like, but then it's also like I think about too, my long term relationship right. was the first mm-hmm. person that I officially got into a relationship sure. with in high school. And I, there was and you, so much to it because I like started dating that person right. because I was like, yeah, no, I really could see a full future with them. And we 
I mean, it's no secret. We stayed together way longer than we ever should have. Mm. And a lot of it, I think for both of us was that we, I mean, we had developed like a really great friendship, like became each other's best friends. So that is a weird thing to get out of. But like, it was like, we had convinced ourselves like, no, this is the type of person that Mm -hmm. I should marry. So I'm just going to stay in this relationship because I'm not going to find another person that's like more of what I should marry. Like Mm -hmm. everything lined up as far as not well, once we got, (laughs) we finally got to a point to where we realized things didn't line up and that's ultimately what ended it. But like there were so many parts of it that were convenient and it's, it is because I, from the get go, Mm -hmm. there was so much in that marriage mindedness. So I think that's such an important caveat of like always being conscious of who you're, you're choosing to like, you know, let in in any way, shape, or form. You want it to be someone you can trust and someone who is innately good and whatever, but, like, should not be thinking about <clears throat> marriage at that point in time. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, it's crazy. And kind of where I was going with that is in Christian community. Like, I think I think it was me and Sarah that was, was – I'm having a stroke every single time (laughs) talking about it. But I think that a lot of people in Christian community get so focused on it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I like this first date, he's got to be this, this, and this before I can go out with Mm him. Or, I mean, we go into like a first date. It's like, oh, I could like marry you. It's like, you, you met him online three days ago and you don't know anything about him. Like his last name. Right. Or the other side. Yeah. That's also true. Yes. Um, like casual dating, I, I feel like we have to meet in the middle somewhere, yeah. like within Christian community, like go on a few dates with somebody and get to know them and then decide, okay, is this somebody that I could see myself with in the future? Like we don't need to go into first dates being like, oh my God, am I going to marry this person or not? You yeah, know what I mean? No, for sure. I uh, think, and when you were saying, oh wait, no, go, yep, go ahead. I don't, um, you were saying something earlier about like the balance of it. So in the one note that I can actually read, because when I was um, listening the- to these, um, if you could see my notes right now, I was driving. And so the pen <laughs> on the steering wheel situation, and right, the, the lighting was okay. doing it while you were but, driving well, and on the just highway. Like this one, no, but I don't <laughs> text, heart. I don't text and drive. I don't know how to do that. But writing, I mean, I guess I just made oh side. but I can't read the rest of my notes. But this one thing says that they said in the podcast was, um, you won't prepare for things that you don't really believe will happen. And so I think mm-hmm. that's even the difference when we're talking about that. There have been seasons where I have said, hey, because of the situation I'm in, I genuinely believe that when there comes a time, obviously that's what relationships are, when we are invested and we know we want to be together or we're working at this scene together, we're going to have to navigate things together. But as in the time that I've been single, I've also known there are times that, hey, God has called me to handle this on my own or he is like literally, not revived, what's the word, Um, redeeming something. Mm -hmm within me that I'm like, hey, I need to actively take myself out of both the marriage mindset and casual dating mindset. And I know yeah. I need to focus on like, and when just, you say do it on my own, you mean like with, with God. God, I'm so no, sorry, with, like not with another human. So sorry. Yes. yes. Because I think sometimes I can, I've been doing this recently where I, I can scare myself a little bit because I'm so used to being independent now that I don't rely yes. on someone else. That is something else that has <laughs> come yeah. up is that like, I don't have that need to be like constantly in communication with somebody all day long or you know I've got I'm like well I have my sister and my cousins and my best friends and my family to run this thing by and you know do whatever but I'm like wow one day I am looking forward to having a person who you know I can live life with and navigate these situations together but also there have been times that I'm like hey I need to 
just going back to what this was saying, prepare for something that I believe will happen, but part of preparation is actually removing myself altogether. So um, just a heads up, I am no longer doing that. I am very much out there on the dating apps and trying to get asked on a date, y'all. I mean, that's been a whole other conversation because the whole texting back and forth thing, it's just yeah, not it. Can. I can't, I can't do it, but that's another podcast probably. Um, we can get into it if you want to. But yeah, when, you know, when you're saying know. that, say the quote one more time. Okay, it says, you won't prepare for things that you don't really believe will happen. Yes. So, uh, and the reason I say that is because I, this past October until my surgery in June, I was not on a dating app. If I met someone naturally, sure, I'd be open to doing that. But I was so heavily invested in recovering from all this medical stuff that has been going on all year long that I was like, I'm not even going to put myself out there because I don't have... I need to prepare myself mm-hmm. for something that I know will happen one day and I don't want to get it confused in this season where I just know this is what my focus needs to be right yeah. now. Yeah. So when you said that, I thought of that verse. I'll have it taped up in my prayer calls. It's been there for a while, but yeah. um, I had to Google it. It's Mark eleven twenty four. It says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I was like going through this verse, like that ask, believe, receive, um, kind of like stuck out. And I think, the ask part is easy. Like we can ask all day long of what we want. So God, I want a godly marriage. I want, what was that? That's a cup. Oh, I want, um, <clears throat> a, a guy who's six, four. And what, what oh, are your God. things? Casey? All right. <laughs> six, four truck picks you up, whatever. Look, ask, you can ask for all hot, these things. A hot truck. Oh, a hot truck. Listen, y'all, a girl can dream. You can I dream. Mean, you can ask in prayer. These are just a little fun thing. And know? then, Flows football, has to love football, and country music. <laughs> believe that you've received it, and I think receiving, we want to go straight from ask to receive, but the believe part in the middle yeah. is yeah. the hardest part, Very and mm-hmm. we there's, yes. there is not a detour from ask to receive. Like, yeah. you, you have to believe first, and I think that's where I get stuck is the believing part, but that quote that you said, I think all of us in our conversations – off mic, um, have been talking about things that we're doing to prepare. Yeah. Like, can I share the one that you sent me the other day? I don't the, know. And now I'm scared. I'm scared too. Christmas. Oh no, you can't <laughs> share okay. that. Okay. Hey, I won't share that. So I feel blame. So no, 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 I won't share that. Okay. Okay. Be okay, I'll, yeah. But like some things that Ew. I've been doing, I'll say, <laughs> is that, you can't that type of thing. I won't expose it. But like But the, I can expose my Uno playing with a guy. Yeah, but, right. Well, okay. Yeah, that's well, true. Sorry, we'll cut it out. No, 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 no. I don't edit these anymore. But the some I'll of the things that I'm believing and sorry. doing right now uh. are um I had uh so I have like an ally savings account. I know I've told y'all about this, but um Oh yeah. What's so, it up to now? I don't know. I hadn't checked it. Oh. What's today? The fourth? No. Anyways, um, I have on Ally Savings account. You can have different buckets, mm-hmm. and you can plan for things like a travel bucket, an emergency fund bucket, and things like that. And so I created a um, wedding fund bucket because I had a realization like, okay, if I meet a guy, and you know, however, stop putting your feet I on need me. Socks. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Nine months from now, yeah, or ten months. Yeah. And we're like, okay, let's get married. I'm like, who's paying for yeah, this? Yeah, literally. And so I started a bucket that the interest. PayPal. <laughs> yeah. I've made this wedding fund bucket and just was solely having the interest go into it uh-huh. for a couple months, and it was getting up there. And I'm like, wow, I could buy everybody a cheeseburger now. That's um, fancy. And Late night snack. Oh. Yep. <laughs> But a couple months ago, I'm like, no, the Lord was like, start 
funding, like funding it, like put money in there. Like that is a hopeful posture, even if it's $25 a month or a hundred dollars a month or whatever it is, like start putting it in there. And, um, I think just doing those little preparation, hopeful things. And you mentioned one the other day, the other one that I'm doing right now is, um, never mind. I'm not going to share that one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, just going Mine that I did. Yeah, you just do yours because I'm not sure oh, that well, last one was a, too private. Well, I made a wedding playlist, but also the cool thing that a lot of my friends have been doing on their wedding invites are asking for like a song request, especially if there's live music. I love a live band. <clears throat> so I have put a bunch of fun songs that I've heard. One, so I can put there them on go. like if I'm asked on an invitation, like, oh, what's a song we should add to our like band playlist or whatever. But also too, I'm like, oh my gosh, well, when the day comes. I've got my list for the DJ. No, it, well, love that. Hopefully, case. I'll be able to afford a band because I would love live music at that. We're event. all gonna pitch in if you can. Thanks, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start my ally bucket yesterday. So yeah, well, I needed to start it. I got some other buckets I need yeah. to fill. <laughs> but yeah, genuinely saying thank you so much. <laughs> Medical debt. Yeah. All right, you want to play Uno again? Draw another card. Ally. Yeah, you do go. the honors. Struggles and solutions. Oh, gosh. Let's focus on solutions a lot, but I have a lot of struggles, too. All right. Hit us with the Oh, I don't have to go first. Oh. I'm thinking. Can we pause and actually, can I get... Okay, so let's acknowledge the struggles, but maybe focus more on positive <gasps> solutions. When you That's say helpful. struggles, you mean like... A, like, like, struggles... Day, meeting people... Just like, literally all struggles okay. in dating. I would say that's my number one struggle. I'll just go ahead and say it. Dating, period. Like, I think, <laughs> honestly, and I'm, I referred to it earlier, but I'm learning a lot about myself and how I think, again, because this is yes. very still new to me, what dating should look like or how, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I should say how I could, want. Let's not say should, let's say could look well, like. No, how I want it to look. Okay. So I will say I want to be pursued. I, I don't love, I know some of these apps are designed where the girl will start the conversation. I'm open to that, I guess. I mean, there's an opportunity for the guy to start the conversation. I do want that. I shouldn't say expect it or I'm going to shut it down. Like, I've definitely initiated conversations. I'm trying to be open to that. But when it comes to communication, I'm just so much better in person. I really, I know that's something that comes with it of, like, getting to know each other or until you can get on the date, like, checking in how your day is going. I'm not used to that. I don't have that right now. So it's something I'm definitely open to. But, like, all this small talk of, like, What's your favorite football team? What kind of trivia topics do you like? Like for me, I'm like we could do this over an eight dollar beer. I'm a cheap date. I mean, like I just like I'm gonna say it how it is. Yeah. I just like so I and I get it because I'm also not on the I'm on the other end as well where I can put it out there and say if you ever want to meet up and grab drinks or walk the light rail or do something like that, and then it's not necessarily received or then I put the initiation out there and you lay I, it on the table yeah and you then put it, yourself in the way well but then yes and then also though now I've expressed interest in like meeting up you know what I mean or like going on a date but then it's also hard because then I also like I'm working on the whole letting the guy pick up the tab thing because I do want that because I yeah I'm historically not, yeah I really would like someone to do that too but um I don't know. That part is a struggle of actually getting to the date. I am finding that in my current mm -hmm. situation where I feel like I'm making time available, not specifically for those things, but I have more time available than I did this time last year to have those opportunities to go meet new people. And the initiation part is it's just not happening. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't emphasize it enough. It's just in the negatives, actually. Yeah. 
So what is the solution? So you're saying your struggle is getting to a date. Yes. Because of difference in communication or... I, I guess. And that's... Yes, we had talked about that last night at dinner. And it was very helpful because I think that is something that I could probably do a better job expressing. of like, hey, this is what... You know, I'm saying, oh, if you ever want to meet up and grab a drink or something like that. And then I get not disappointed, but I, I lose interest when it goes nowhere, honestly. Yeah. I have to probably stay in it a little bit longer than I do. I mean, going back and forth three times and then <laughs> expecting that's all the texting I need to do. I just, I hate the texting thing. And I'm, more, I'm really, I think I am part of the solution where I could be more patient and open-minded to these small talk things. I just, I love to be around people. I'm like, mm-hmm. we could do this in person. And I promise I'd be soaking up every single thing you're saying. But when it's over text and I barely text my friends, I mean, y'all see my inbox. Yes, I've got like 80 have. unread text messages. Like this is, this ain't it, babe. It's not, yeah. not going to work, you know? But I think it's important to recognize that as Becca says, takes all kinds of cons because yeah. I'm the exact opposite mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, text me all day, every oh, day yeah. for two weeks. And then maybe we'll get up. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. No, <laughs> but, two weeks. I mean, does no, not like really one two night weeks. Available. Let's yeah. Wednesday night. What are you doing at eight? I yeah. mean, I don't know. But like, I love. But they might have one night available. That's not that. No, that's yeah. not. I've been telling you that. Doesn't mean they're not interested. Yeah, but they we do this whole texting thing, and then it never happens. It's like, oh, well, like aim for next week, and the next week comes, and I'm getting the eight o'clock at night. How was your day today? Okay, where are you what from? Are you doing, do you have any siblings? Are you close with your siblings? And I'm like, they're my best friends, and I will tell you all about them. When we're on our eight dollar date, I'm like, this is like, this is crazy, you know? I don't yeah. Know. I, but you're right. I need to be more open minded, and that, I think I'm part of the problem. I do. I think I'm yeah, part of the we problem. all are. It's yeah. me. Yeah. I, I'm the problem. It's me. Sure. Uh, yeah. Partially. Yeah. I think they can partially initiate a little more. <laughs> yeah, but I think maybe. I think this goes back to another struggle is that we have a hard time, and I'm not going to speak for everybody. I have a hard time considering other styles because like definitely been in that situation where I'm talking to a guy and he's straight up like you like hey can I call you I'm like dude we matched a day ago no Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna call me or meet up with you like I need you to text me and let me know that you're somebody that I want to talk to you or Mm -hmm. go out with or whatever um so I appreciate the texting small talk Mm -hmm. um but I think here struggle and solution in all that that we just talked about is communication. I know. And I have been on a communication kick recently of being like, say it like it is, be clear, clarity is kindness, which is goes to, uh, who was that guy on Annie's first podcast? I don't remember. I forget um, the order. Yeah. It, it, the first Stewart. podcast, uh, Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart on Annie, Annie's podcast, Summer Lovin'. Um, that's like his whole thing, clarity is kindness. And I have just found in my past couple experiences that like truly – like, lay it out there, be clear, and, like, it might not go the way that you want it to go after you have been clear, but then, okay, cool, thank you, moving sure. on. yeah. So, but I think... it goes that it doesn't, it does or doesn't go that way because the expectations have been put there. Right. Not because there's gaps that we're filling with our yes. own assumptions mm-hmm. and projecting things on other people. Sure. We're saying, hey, this is where I am, this card is on the table, mm-hmm. Yes. you can pick it up or not, and either way, I'm able to walk away from it knowing that's what you didn't want or it's what you did want, right. and we're mm-hmm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think my biggest struggle is believing that um, the type of person that I want to be with exists still that's not yes. already married. Oh. Yeah. Because wow. I, the dating app situation, and maybe there will be another season of life where it is, but it is not. It is not for me. It ain't. There's, 
there's not any, there's literally maybe just been a teeny tiny handful of people that it's been like, no, this is the type of guy that I would be interested in. And that also like, you know, at least has a relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, because I find a lot of times that it'd be like, oh, this guy seems interesting. And then I look and it's like, you're atheist, like, which is, you know, everybody's choice, but I know that that's not something that I... Like again, different with friendship, coworkers, community, yes. Yes. not marriage. Not in a relationship. That is a non-negotiable. And sure. so it's just sure. like I, I've not, I've seen again a teeny tiny handful of ones. I'm like, no, I actually think I could be interested in this person, and it doesn't really go anywhere. So that's fine. But mm-hmm. it's just like there's not a big enough pool of the type of guy that I want to be with. Yeah. And I just think, and I've said this to y'all before, like I, I, the dating apps do not feel like me. Like it mm-hmm. absolutely feels different from the person that I am. It does not feel my character. Like I'm not a small talk person. I'm not a let me advertise myself and like see if you like it type of person. Like that's just not who I am. And it makes me feel very uncomfortable. It makes me feel very inauthentic. And like, I hate that. And so I have said, I just don't, I think the guy that I'm going to end up with probably feels the same way about dating apps. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is they're probably not on here because I don't want to be on here and I'm barely on here. Like I just go on and off whatever right. and it ends up being an unhealthy thing but so it is it's this belief of like do the type or does the type of man that i want exist outside of a marriage <laughs> like literally are there any left the struggle is believing are there any left that yeah could whatever and i think the solution part is hard and something that i oh crimmy girl and i've been talking about it a lot like yeah. genuinely just having to figure out like okay well obviously i live in the middle of absolute nowhere and my job is five minutes away and my world is in a very small radius and there's not a lot of people there that are not people mm-hmm. that I know and or already married right yeah and or I would not be interested in respectfully but um but but figuring out legitimate ways to like go and be and do things where potentially the past could cross but that's definitely a struggle it's very discouraging no that is that is discouraging. I think one other thing, and again, as maybe solution and or posture is, and this is different because again, you're, I think geographically as well, you've also mm-hmm. lived in a very rural area and you've known what you wanted, what you're not going to settle for all those things for a while. So I will say something for me when I moved to Charlotte is I prayed a prayer and continue to pray it of, I was really looking for um, Christ. Christian male role models. So I think of all the amazing guys in my life. Gosh, I'm so blessed with amazing guys in my family, in my friends, in the community, whether it's at church or at work or just all these amazing role models. Um, But then specifically saying like, hey, Christian role models who, again, we just talked at church a couple months ago about like, honestly, they gave statistics of like, if the male, if the the leader of the house is the male and they are initiating going to church, y'all, the the Mm. percentage of the whole family going was, I mean, it was in like, it was like the high eighties. And it's like, if the female or like the wife in the relationship initiates, it was like in the, it was in like the Mm twenties, but if the teenager or one of the kids initiated it, it was in like the forties. It just gave a really, I was like, wow, I'm not really a big numbers person, but I never thought of it like that. And so I started praying this prayer of just like, God, just show me amazing, like Christ-centered role models of what this looks like to be a male leader who relies on you, depends on you, seeks you in all things, and what that could potentially look like. And so I think that's been another thing where I know I joke about 
some of my crushes and Al you said last night she's like well well a lot of your crushes we're finding are um, unavailable actually so maybe we need to <laughs> talk lines. a little bit about that but if anything I will say and I don't know if this is necessarily like the best approach but when I would find myself getting a little bit frustrated or being willing to be like well I really like this about them but I knew deep down there was not something there or yeah. I would go on a date with someone and I brought up faith church small group and like it it wasn't going anywhere. like where it was literally like all I got was you went to a Catholic high school and that that's mm-hmm. about it. No, no mention of your relationship with the Lord, no mention of pursuing, finding a new church. No, nothing. Like I dropped a couple things. I've been in different seasons of my faith, so I would never put that on anybody else. But again, we go back to, we just have to share the same value and are you open to pursuing and or are you actively, do you actively have a relationship with God or interested in a relationship with God? Um, but when I get discouraged or disappointed by things or start to find myself being willing to settle or look at things at a different point of view, I'll say, okay, well, what if someone like blank came along tomorrow? Mm. I would be disappointed in myself that I did not continue to wait and seek those things that I know I want because even though they're not available or they're engaged and I'm excited <laughs> for them, but also sad, you know, cause that'd be great. But, um, not my person, not my time. But I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't look at those models that he has put in my life and say, hey, but that one's coming. Someone, mm-hmm. your version of this person is is coming. So See, I think I that that, because I have is that always had no? those models. Yeah. yeah. And I think that almost on, and I'm grateful for it. Sure. And Jenny, I mean, y'all know, like, truly, honestly, I say all the time, I would rather be alone for the rest of my life than settle. And yes. I, I fully mean that. I am very content in what, my life is. I feel very purposeful. I've got a lot of people that I get to pour love into that pour love back into me. Like I genuinely believe that if it, if, and when it's meant to happen, like it's the Lord's timing. And like, if it doesn't happen, of course I'll be sad girl on the lonely days. And it's like, of course there's those little things. It's like, obviously I very deeply desire it, but I do have so many of those models that it's like, that's part of why I'm like, eh, I'm less likely to go on a first date because I'm like, I know mm-hmm. I, there, there is a, there is, my bar is, and it's not even on, it's not on, it's on important stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not nitpicking little things or our different, even like texting styles. Like right. it's sure. genuinely just like, foundational. I do know, I do know what this bar is. And like, if it's not there, like I, you know, respectfully, <laughs> it's great. Been been great talking to you. I hope you find what you're looking for. I just know this like is not it. And so I'm almost less likely to try something because of that, because I do have such a solid foundation of like what I know bare minimum, yes, like sure. has to be there. And so that makes, that's what, that's what makes it discouraging for me is sure. like, I do honestly have those types of examples yeah. have been surrounded with them my whole life. And then now friends that have it. And so it's just like, Mm, that like I'm not gonna just I probably should go on more casual like first date type things just for the experience of it all but it's just like I'm not well from the get-go if you just through talking if you know he already doesn't meet that expectation or that bar then what's the point yeah because it's not like it's it's not like like they're bad people it's just like I actively just do know very much uh, it's been a long time that I've had to think and pray and whatever through it and it's just one of those things where it's like I'm so I'm so almost on the other Uh, side it's like I'm always thinking well what if blank comes along Mm. and I my answer is I know if blank came along this person right this person is just giving me validation this person is just Mm. giving me attention this person is just feeling a loneliness and like that is not 
you know, while sometimes going back to the marriage versus casual dating, sometimes we're too heavy leaned into the marriage. Yeah. I'm not even leaning into the marriage. I'm just saying like, I know that casual mm-hmm. dating with this person would just be to fuel yeah. me uh-huh. and my selfish things versus like something bigger, which is what I think it's meant to be. Yeah. Cause I have people in my life that all pour into me and are very good to me and like can fulfill those things in mm-hmm. a healthy appropriate way yeah. versus me draining that from someone that could be giving it mm-hmm. to someone else who's going to be able to give it back the same way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's Anyways. nice. From that, I have two that I just thought of. Um, let's, we like kind of mentioned expectations and like setting the bar. So something that I realized about myself recently, that is the struggle. Don't give me that weird look. Stop. I just didn't, I was wondering if you guys told me. Um, probably not because this is like past few days recently, oh. maybe. Um, but I realized I know my hair looks ratchet. I've been putting <laughs> expectations on guys um, that can only be expectations of God. Yeah, like we all I, do that. Mm-hmm, but it's like a, a revelation. revelation for me, and yeah. like, oh, I'm putting all of my trust in this guy or um, like putting all of my, like when he does ghost me and abandons me, I'm like, he shouldn't have done that mm. or whatever, or he's not choosing me or I don't feel safe or I should feel safe or whatever. Mm. And so all of these things that I know to be true about God, I have been putting those expectations on a guy. Mm-hmm. And number one, that's not fair to me. That's not fair to the guy. And that's not fair to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. There's that. Yeah, that's a good one. And then a the great other struggle. Big reflection, bets. The other struggle, you know it's coming. Ghosting oh, is yeah. a struggle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I dare somebody to find somebody that has been ghosted more than me. That, it, first of all. I know, yeah. probably you could, but, but hardcore. Yes. Hardcore. Your, well, your ghosting, your true actual ghosting situations have been pretty tough. They've been pretty tough. Uh, pretty tough. Yeah. Here's another thing that I found out about myself couple weeks ago last week maybe um but before you move on to something other than ghosting is that oh, where you're you, headed yeah i am i just want to give you your props on the solutions out of this because you are you you tell these men that like you're not in the serious things with you communicate like hey this is something i've experienced talking about the ghosting and oh, it sucks mm-hmm. yeah and like just this is probably not going to work out between you and i but just as you move forward talking to other women like these are things that matter. Mm-hmm. And you giving your whole clarity is kindness piece and being like, truly, I'm, I mean, honestly, like, I think that that is so, when you kind of wrap things up with a person, you know, you are not romantically interested right. in each other. And you're like, yeah, no, here's this. Also, just sort of something from my experience, like, I, this is a kind thing to do. Yeah. I think you're, you're well, part, being part of the solution. That's yeah. right. I'm trying. So, you are. and that's the thing a couple months ago. It's I, genuine. It's from like your genuine Genuinely. Yeah. Like being like, hey dude, you're, you're, these people. Also, the other thing we have to acknowledge is like, most likely these people that have done the ghost things, not in all situations, but in yours. Yeah. Are not bad people. They're not bad no. people. They, yeah. it's we'll get just, to that. It's just, it is disrespectful and it is hurtful and it's just not fair. Especially when you've had and a conversation. And it is a choice. Yeah, I, it is that, a choice. I it have also choice. had that so. experience as well where, yeah. Yeah. It, it's not necessary. The ghosting thing, it's no one wants to receive that text. You can reply, you cannot reply, you know, whatever. But yeah. I've made it an absolute thing that whether we've been on one date if, if we met, haven't, yeah, if yeah. you have met up in person, I know even after one date, you know, for example, I went on one last Friday. I could tell, I mean, at a great time, we talked f- football for literally 45 minutes, and, you know, we were there for probably, like, a little over two hours or whatever, but I could 
till just halfway through, I was like, I feel like I'm genuinely grabbing drinks with my brother right now. Just right. like we were not, not like on you it. Can... He never, I never heard from him. He never heard from me. There was no need for a yeah, follow up on no, that. Yeah. We were kind of like both probably that on the same different. page. Yeah. But then there is a other instance where the ball was back in my court. They had expressed their interest. In, all right, I could let this go. But I'm like, no, I made a commitment to myself that I've been ghosted multiple times. Mm-hmm. And the lack of communication, especially when I had expressed, yep. which I've been told not to do, you know, don't bring that up from the beginning, like, you know, whatever. But for me, I'm just like, it has happened so many times. It is a real thing, whether we want it to yeah. be or not. Like the lack of communication because we are meeting people on online platforms or even in person, like yeah. it's nuts. I mean, they just... After a month, poof, you're yep. gone. I mean, you were blown at mm-hmm. my phone all month long. It's kind of driving me nuts, to be honest. And then all of a sudden, you're nowhere to be found. Like, it's... it's. You can text it's, bomb somebody every single nice. day and go on a couple dates, and they still ghost you. thousand percent. Literally. Mm-hmm. I, that's a whole other thing. But again, yeah. I think I think that's a great point. Uh-huh. Clarity what was your best? What was, what were yeah, so next? the next Sorry. thing. Well, okay, so going back to that case is... Are you okay? Uh-huh. Hey, while you're, while you're over there, will you grab my Bible out of my backpack and my journal? Um... What, what I was saying is I kind of got this idea of you can't complain about guys if you're not willing to be part of the solution. Oh. And, yeah, so as I'm, you know, swiping through the apps or doing the um, casual speed dating thing, not not like in person, speed no, dating, yeah, all, like on Bumble, they have, like, yeah. give you three minutes to talk to somebody. And, my God, if there is any guys listening and you're Sorry, chatting. Guys listening. Sorry. If you're chatting mm-hmm. with a girl, don't send the, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Like, give them something. I don't know. That's just a me thing maybe. What, but, yeah, like, that, mm-hmm. everybody's going to respond, great, how are you doing? Like, that's not – start with an interesting question. And so I had these experiences where guys would be like, hey. And I have a note in my phone, copy and paste, that I send. I'm like oh, – <laughs> She does. And this is part of if you're oh, – no. you can't complain if you're not willing to be part of the solution. And so my copy and paste note says, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Just, just a heads up. Just a quick disclosure or heads up. Girls generally don't like asking, hey, what's up type questions. Instead, try an interesting one. Like, here are three that I've gotten tonight. You can take those. And every time I wait for a guy to be like, you bitty or whatever. And they're grateful for it. Every time they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I had no idea. Because at some level, they're just not, they're just Right. I had this one sweet (laughs) boy, y'all. He was like, he was like, I had no idea. He was like, thank you so much for telling me. And he was like, what else? And he was like, I'm fresh into this. I have no idea. And I obviously not interested in him whatsoever um, because I, anyways, long story short, um, (laughs) I ended up matching with him. And said, hey, listen, just want to let you know, I think you're probably a great human, but you're not my guy. Um, but I did match with you just in case you want a sounding board and want to be like. said to you. I didn't know you were doing no, that. Was no, 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 not that hard. But I did, like, with this one sweet little boy. And I was like, you sure. could tell. You could tell he need, he just needed somebody to talk to and some help. Oh, but yeah. I told him. Betsy. And we had a few exchanges back and forth. He was like, so I'm wondering about this. Based on girls I've talked to, I, he was like, I don't really understand. And I'm like brother i don't really know either but from my experience so we had a few exchanges and i was like unmatch okay <laughs> instead of this being just, a podcast we're about to make it like a new thing where people can call in and ask a dating advice hotline. Gonna, yeah, the hot, 
Of all people. See, is that what the heck you're doing? Oh my gosh. No, no okay, I'm no, just kidding. Wait, 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 I'm just wait, wait, kidding. Wait, wait, wait. I think it's great. It's I great. No, yeah. I don't want people to think that I'm doing this every day. Like I do it. I did not sometimes. know this is happening. Rerouting. Okay, back sometimes. to sometimes. I, I get that. It also no, no, does. No, 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 no. I think it also is again going back to like your preferences because there are some people who like they want that and they can have witty banter that's not like getting into something and I mean, from again I the dating a struggle I yeah. hate small talk I understand but like my I have well when I was on them so maybe never again please Lord Jesus never again but I have a three question rule mm-hmm. so if they if they reach out and they do the like hey what's up does that count whatever, as a question no okay uh, then I will respond and I will respond with a somewhat interesting question okay to try to get the conversation rolling right. I will then ask three interesting questions, and if I have not been asked one back in return, Ooh, that's good. Al. Oh, that, oh, we're done. That. No, yeah. like, that's it's good. just not. It's obviously not going anywhere. Like One-sided. I'm putting in that. Yes, mm-hmm. and so like so that's where it's like because realistically, like I in the beginning of oh god, I hate dating apps, but like I. The opener is so weird. It's such a weird concept, and that's yeah, for someone to a date on a dating app. We are literally going back to it. it. We are making self-advertisements. Yeah. We are looking at other people's self-advertisements. And we are saying, you know what? Your self-advertisement got me just enough. <laughs> I'm going to say something to you. Yeah. And we're going to slide in there and we're going to unorganically say something. And then we have to figure out what we're saying. It is awkward. Yeah. It is weird. Uh-huh. It is not normal. It is not human nature. And so it's like, that's a weird thing. So if all you can open with is like a, hey, what's up? Grace. You get grace on that. No, you Because that's a weird thing. I agree. I will also agree. Yes. But I do but. think if you if you send it in a direction and they're not picking up and or reciprocating the direction, it's like, ah, okay, I, I think at the core, we're not going to be, we're not looking for the same thing. Yeah. I also think there's a, oh, go on, no. guys. I don't want to tell you. Okay. I also think there is a balance too. So the best... And again, this is me and what I'm interested in. And because my schedule is chaotic and I love to be go, go, go. But when I got that, when I first got back on the dating apps in June and I was in Charleston for the week and I opened my dating app and I woke up to, it was at like, or I started my work day and I like checked it real quick and it was at like 8.30 in the morning and I got the, hey Casey, do you, um, do you want to meet me? Um, for drinks at so-and-so at 6.30 on Monday night. Literally fresh out the gate. That was it. Open her question. I was like, honestly, that is the best way to ask Casey out on a date. Because the thing is that I can say, I hate the whole, like, just in general, like, what are you doing this weekend? What, like, it's like, no, what do you want? Like, do you want me to go? Do you not want me to go? Like, what, what are we doing here? I've done that even with friends where it's like, just ask me, do you have plans? Like, just go ahead and shoot it straight because likely I've already filled my schedule or I'm looking to fill my schedule or I'm trying to take more time by myself. I know that's important too, but that was really helpful. So I can't let that be. <laughs> Sorry, question. I tried to hold it. It's okay. <laughs> I can't let that be the expectation for everyone, but that was like the absolute best opener and wait, because then I for you, to me, I would be like, no, no. So, well, sorry. also, no, sorry. no but the, for me, I love that because then I could reply, oh my gosh, I totally would have loved you. I'm actually in Charleston for the week. I'll be back Sunday. What do X, Y, and Z nights look like? And then, y'all, we didn't have to talk all week. Sounds great. He checked in on Friday. He said, just making sure we're still on for Sunday night. Yep, absolutely. This was Football Boy, right? Um, What's that? This was Football Boy? No, he didn't like football, y'all. And that was not, oh. not like a game change. <laughs> I, it was Matt deal. James? It was the, yeah, Matt oh, James. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... Is that a real person? He no, like he Matt got like, James. said, yeah. It was, he's a really, yeah, really oh, nice okay. guy. Um, 
But just, I and was, again, there was, there was just a couple of things. I was just a really, really nice guy. But same thing. I could see him being a part of the friend group. I just wasn't romantically, right. I, I wasn't romantically yeah, interested. Yeah. At the end of the day, I wasn't. So, but anyways, we had a great time. Like, literally, all things are great. So that's one end where I'm like, wow, that would be my personal dream. Mm-hmm. But then there are also the op- out-the-gate questions or while we're talking questions that automatically shut it down. Yeah. Like, and I guess, wow, I'll hit the hotline real quick with guys, if you're listening. As soon as you get the what's your snap question, no. that is an automatic. Shut down. If you're, if you're, if you're over 20, like, 24 years old, 24, oh, you can't sure. ask for my 24. Snapchat because I don't have one. Well, well okay. That, All right. Let's, I know. That's just me. She gets I know, on her I superiority know, complex. No, it's not. She did have one a few months ago. I did, but I'm just saying... We but are, I'm not communicating are, with you, you that way. You may as well say, what are you doing later tonight? We are I'm adults. like, that's not. I just, yeah. That's also another no I feel like question. we probably just got really loud on that one. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. We but apologize. Yeah, but that's because not, asking, for her, asking a 31-year-old woman what yes. the snap is. Mm-hmm. I mean, 29, but it happened. It happened no. last week. What's yeah. your snap? No. Then someone did ask me. What when it's I'm, in their profile. Oh, automatic. Swipe left. Yeah, Auto. Wait, so he asked me the size of my ring finger the other day. That was his opener, and he literally said, wow. "All I gotta know is the size of your that's left ring finger." That's kind of cute. I kind of yeah. like that. Well, yeah, except for that, I don't know that answer, so I couldn't even add a reply. Well, the best, the best conversation I ever had, and I should have met up with this guy. He was very nice, but it was a very corny COVID joke, and it was in COVID, and it was like I, when he said it, I was like, "Oh, I can't." And then it, the best conversation I've ever yeah. had of any of them. I told you the appendix one. Did I send that to y'all? I think so, it yeah. was the week I just had my surgery. That week I had my gallbladder removed in June. Couldn't figure out what's wrong with me for months. Still can't. But anyways, they y'all. The week I get back on, I sent, I sent a screenshot to all the girls, like our girls chat in Charlotte here, and it goes. Casey, are you, oh my gosh, y'all are so cringe, but I'm rooting for him. I love the effort. He goes, um, oh my gosh, what was it? Casey, are you my appendix? You give me this funny feeling in my stomach that makes me want to take you out. And I was like, honestly, could have gone with the golf No, water, honestly, like, this, this, this guy's funny. COVID joke was very similar. And yeah, I, when I tell you, so I almost bad. didn't respond to him. It was one of the nights when I was living at the lake and I probably had had a little bit of wine. So yeah. I was being a little bit more fluid. And then that was, <laughs> that was the one that I, Open-minded. We, he like, we had very similar, um, like mentory relationships with oh, like well, teenagers yeah. and mm-hmm. it was a, I, and he asked me three different times to meet up and I did say no because you know, we were in a weird spot, but, um, I probably should have met up with him well, and it back. started with a really corny, cringy, I almost didn't respond to him joke. So man, never was I'm not ever going to cast that out again. That was honestly a big piece of it. I was just not sure. Okay. So, out the door. Yes. Uh, that was on mic. Um, okay. So we have a new member to join, uh, just hanging out. Welcome Ren, <laughs> Casey's sister. Glad to have you. Our first audience on the podcast. Oh my gosh. An <laughs> I know. I'm feeling honestly, I know. I'm like, I'm feeling nervy. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Struggles and solutions. Oh, but I did want to go back and say that I am not blasting these guys with unsolicited dating advice. Like, and I don't do it <laughs> no, regularly, daily, but I'm just saying if the opportunity arises, yeah. I'm just trying to help a brother out. Like, yeah. no, and it, that's really sweet. I don't want it to sound like I'm just sitting at home doing that all day long because I'm not. Um, she but only copies and pastes ten times a day. Not, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> no, a month. Just ten kidding. times I'm a month. Just kidding. I'm I just mean, it's kidding. better um, that in your notes page than the whole. Harmful. No, I'm just literally doing the Lord's work. Okay. Um, the <laughs> other one, one last struggle that I do want to talk about, which I think we started on, but then 
in normal fashion got chaotic. Um, ghosting. Because we know how I feel about this. But um, a couple weeks ago, I was literally laying on my couch one night and just got real sad girl about a situation. And I had been fine about it, but I got real sad girl. And I just kind of had this realization. I'm like, okay, like, obviously I am grieving in some way, mm-hmm. but like, what am I grieving? Like, am I grieving the attention I was getting? Am I grieving who, like my expectations and who I thought this was and what it what might be or whatever? Or I'm like literally grieving the loss of a person in my life who was in my life even for a short amount of time or whatever. Um, so I think that has been helpful for me is to recognize, like, yes, ghosting is a struggle, but solution being, like, what am I actually grieving here? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, that's smart. Anyways, that's probably my Also, last it could one. be a lot of things at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, having, having the ability to process, like, mm-hmm. why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Naming it. Claiming it. Not claiming, just naming yeah. it. Just naming, naming it. it is Are we ready helpful. for another Uno card? Oh, Betty, go for oh, it. Was my Perfect. Key takeaways from oh, AFD gosh. Summer Eleven, which we'll try to talk about. Some just of these, we right? have yeah, talked. Like just are. let's just do like one liner chicken nuggets. Like you don't have chicken to go nuggets. into details, but um, I do have a list of this, so yeah. I'll start off. Um, Jackie, okay, I will say that the two episodes, like, I loved all of them, but the two, my favorite was the first one and the last one. The uh-huh. first one with Ben Stewart, and then the last one with Jackie Dorman. Why okay. Are you giving me that face? I'm trying to think of Is what... Jackie Dorman the one with the book? She's the one with the book. And, I... <laughs> <laughs> and was I intrigued, and did I listen to the book on Audible? And what is yes, the title of the book? I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> well, they can go back and listen to the podcast, so Yeah. Okay, I'll say it. No, it's she called... did have good little... She did. Okay, so I downloaded the book because she had a lot of good, like, one-liners and key takeaways and whatever. I'm like, okay, let me read her book to just see what else there is. But the book is called... It's it's bold claims, and I didn't I didn't download it because I thought this title. was true or the title. Just because she had a lot of little like tangible yeah, things in yeah. the podcast. Anyways, the book is called Married in Twelve Months or Less. Oh, I don't even did I listen to the same podcast? It I was the last that. one, and it was she very was last very one. she speaks in a lot of like platitudes, platitudes, which is not a bad thing, but it like it's very much like things that will stick in your brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like profound things. Mm, not pro. I mean. Catchy. Catchy. And it's like, oh, yeah, let me consider this. So, like, one of her things was it literally only takes one. Like, we get so worked up about, like, all these guys. And she was like, it takes one singular man to, like, be with you forever. Um, So that was one of them from her. And then, are you laughing or thinking? No, I'm trying to think. Have we talked about this? Somebody recently had a really great conversation about this similar thing. And I'm like, was that you? It wasn't me. Okay. Because that's about all I have on that one. It just takes one. Um, a couple other nuggets from Jackie specifically, um, is, uh, marriage was God's idea in the first place and he wants it for us. And I think that is a thing that as single girlies, we oftentimes struggle with. It's like, oh, I want this or I want this so bad. And like, why is this not happening? And God, why are you blah, blah, blah. But like he created the idea of marriage as a reflection of Christ in the church, but also he created us for one another and like he wants it for us. Yeah. So I think that if you want it, he also wants it for you. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. And another thing, I don't know if it was this episode or another one or something else I listened to, um, but it's like in, in this singleness season and we're like longing for a partner. 
Like that is natural because if you go back to Genesis when Adam and Eve were created, mm-hmm. right? I so don't remember that. Uh, so she yeah. said it. Okay. So like God created Adam, He created all these things and had Adam name him. And what does it say? It says no suitable partner was found. And so I think that longing and desire is like crap. I feel that no suitable partner can be found. Um, <laughs> but we, we no to be found. like we've had a longing for connection to another human being like pre-fall like from yeah. the beginning yeah. um you're designed that way right um so there's that um all these are really from jackie but the other thing whether it was from the book or the podcast um she said we'll go this one first um like if if you are a single single person and you are going to all the same places every day, like for me, I get in my car, I go to work, I go to the same coffee shop, I go to the same grocery store. <laughs> yeah, well, I live a minute behind my office. Yeah. Um, but like if you're going to all these places and you never shake it up, mm-hmm. then maybe shake it up a little bit. Like still go to a coffee shop, but go to a different one on the other side of town or like go out of your way to go somewhere different. Like you never know who you're going to run into. And I think Annie was saying she did this one thing um, years and years ago, but she read something, some book. And it was like, when you go into a new public space or any public space, it is your goal to talk to one new human being. And so she kind of put a layer on that is talk to a guy who could be possibly an option in whatever she talked about, like being in a coffee shop. She was like, it is scary as I'll get out. And she was like, it's terrible. But yeah. the thing that you do is like talk to the person, but you always leave them with some type of way that they could find you or reach out. So her mm-hmm. thing was talking to this guy waiting in line for like the deli shop, yeah, the deli shop. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, Hey, I'm Annie. And I think at the time she was a teacher. She was like, yeah, I work at such and such. So like dropping little things like that. Like if he's interested, he could be like, Oh, I could find her at blah, blah, blah. Or she goes to this church and whatever. Um, and it's scary easy these days too. Like, I mean, LinkedIn, somebody, like it's scary easy. How just, yes. like, if somebody name. really wanted to, I found a man on the internet because his last name <laughs> and his place of work was on his hat. Like, well, yeah, Betsy, that was a little, <laughs> I forget about that. We, I love our culture. You've been very honest yeah. today. And I, I mean, but, <laughs> love it. but I also like, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. No, listen, people do it. I'm just I, the one verbalizing listen, it. Don't, don't pretend like you haven't done similar things. I, <laughs> people do similar things people and do. i know for You're fact right. y'all yeah. You're not the only one. i'm not the only one yeah I, and i can i own up to a lot i will be yeah. honest about a lot uh, i Everybody's don't weird. i it's don't fine. really seek yeah. that stuff out but again I've, I've said that i'm much more of an in-person girly not like the whole like yes, not an right. fbi like i just right. i, I, I should probably spend FBI more time like on my phone, I guess, and I do, but yeah. I mean, I no. didn't like, I just no, you're good. looked him up you're on good. the internet. No, 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 I didn't. No, no, no you're making me feel insecure no, about it now. No, 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 no. A lot I, of people do really do that. Just because exactly. the other people in this room don't, it, okay. you're not alone. Anyways, one more thing. Sorry. One more thing from Jackie is um, the, she said there was some percentage and it's been so long and now I'm not, not going to remember, but it was an insanely high amount of people who, um, in our age range, and I think it was like 24 to 50 maybe, like it's fairly large range, but that range of people um, being single in the, I think it was like 60s or 70s was about 20 some percent. And today it's about uh, like right under 50%, maybe like 46%, we'll just say. 
And like in 2023, 46% of people in the age range of 24 to 50 are single. And some study found that by 20, was it 2050 mm-hmm. or whatever, oh. it the the range of people within just based on yeah. I don't know what they did it on but um, it was gonna be like eighty yeah, percent yeah I believe it though yeah I really do wild but her whole thing was if if God created marriage and we use marriage as a vehicle to spread the gospel and like have kids to carry further on the gospel and message of Christ if if eighty percent of those people within that range are not getting married and like marriage can, ceases to exist the gospel ceases to move forward mm-hmm. and wow. as at not not that it like stops altogether but in the capacity a huge vehicle for uh, it yeah to be right because is, yeah. if we go back we were talking about it earlier like marriage was created and is a reflection of christ and the church mm-hmm. and sorry i totally lost my train of thought on that one i don't know where it's going no, but, but anyways not, yeah that's it that's that's all my nuggets that i had on my list did i miss one Mm-mm. Oh, those are all my other things. Okay. No, that's those are really good takeaways, honestly. And not, I think in general it could be marriage, but something else. And again, I know I've referred to myself as a people person a lot, but I, you know, again, it goes back to like we were not created or designed to do this life alone. Right. And I think just in general, we're talking about dating apps. I mean, how many times have we referred to it mm-hmm. on this podcast alone? But we can ignore it and act like it's not a thing or say, again, Al, you've, it's not like you haven't tried them to make the decision that you're like, hey, I generally do not know that this is for me. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you haven't tried them, taken breaks, gotten back on. Yeah. Like you, you have generally been open-minded to them, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you are starting to make that decision for yourself or just kind of observing that like this may not be the best platform for mm-hmm. you. But it is a reality. So I'm not one of those people that I'm like, oh my gosh, no technology, no nothing. But as someone that works with kids all day long in isolated environments, in hospital rooms, that is just one setting. I mean, it doesn't take just a hospital room where you're separated by walls to say our whole society right now is very isolated. I mean, yeah. jobs are work from home. You could literally go an entire week mm-hmm. without talking to someone. Your food gets dropped off at the door. You don't have to talk to somebody. You could literally work from home all day. Don't have to talk to somebody. You could... Uh, game, I, well, I'm not going to get on that topic, but a lot of these um, guys really like their video games. And I, again, I don't understand. I don't necessarily understand it. I'm not going to narc it. I think that's, if that is your outing and that's your interest, I would not want mine to be narc. I just, that's not how I choose yeah. to spend mm-hmm. my spare time. So think about it though. You could be actively engaging with somebody else, but never physically see them or hang out mm-hmm. with them or whatever. And I mean, that, I think those numbers or what you were just like referring to is just because a lot of our day-to-day stuff, one, makes more sense, two, it's more convenient, three, we're making those decisions for ourselves, but at the end of the day, we are not created to do this life alone. Mm-hmm. And so whether that is marriage and our pursuit right. of it, God can use us, spread the gospel, do all those things independently, but he also says, hey, I've designed and planned to do this through marriage and having families and being in community. And so it, as long as we have those desires that we want to be a part of it, I'm never going to stop believing for that, one. But right. two, I'm mm-hmm. not going to stop putting myself in positions that mm-hmm. will allow community to be a thing. So yeah. whether that's being at work and... I always refer to this in college, like I don't rely on other people to get work done, but my 
personality, I'm a lot more productive when I'm around other people. So I, I never did work at home. I always worked in the library. And even though I have to pull all-nighters because school came a little harder to me, and I really like to have a good time, so I balance working hard and having fun. Um, as long as I was around other people who are also doing the same thing, like I was just a lot more productive. Um, but I think that's also a different version of like running our race and doing our thing while also putting ourselves yeah. in the path of other people. I mean, you just never know when it can happen so that's that's cool um i also one of the takeaways and i'm having a hard time reading my i know i'm having a hard time (laughs) reading these notes on her steering wheel while she was driving well because i don't i know (laughs) goodness forbid i don't text and drive but i guess i write i need to i just it was i thought it was really good i don't know but i can't read my handwriting but this one part said if my life isn't adventurous i'm writing the story and i think Mm. a couple years ago i'd be like well that's not true i'm a very outgoing adventurous person i love to travel and try new things very spontaneous i I love that kind of stuff when i get to do something spontaneous and actually fall through with it and not have any guilt about saying yes to something i am thriving i i love that kind of stuff it's it doesn't take much to excite me when it comes to that area but if i'm being honest as i've gotten older I don't plan the detours. I don't plan the heartache. I don't plan the the bad things. And again, we've talked about this as well, where God did not say, I want Casey to go through this bad thing, mm-hmm. but he did not create the brokenness, but he's promising to use it. And so if I'm, writing my, if I'm writing my own story, I'm not going to write the homeboy goes to me after a month of dating and I'm so sad about it or I'm not going to write the I pursued or had interest in someone and they are not interested in me back or they got engaged with somebody else. And I'm, again, I love that for them. I'm so happy for them. But I probably would not write that in my own story. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I can say I'm a really adventurous person. I'm open-minded all this stuff. But if I'm writing it, it's because it's probably I've got it all planned out. And he's bigger mm. and better than my plans. Yeah. So he always has been. Everything that I have said, I didn't want to happen or I didn't want it to happen in that way, even if it tastes like ugh, vinegar to admit, he has used it to strengthen me. He used yeah. it to move me forward. He's created new opportunities for it. And so, therefore, he is greater and better than my plans every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah. And it's written on my mirror upstairs because... And lipstick. Wouldn't it be that and lipstick. Yeah, that's a nan- that was Don't a nanny thing. She so wrote sweet. happy birthday that. and lipstick. Aww. Yeah, so shout out to Nan. Shout out to Nan. Yeah. Did you have any? Um, well, the only one that's nowhere near as profound as any of y'all's. But no, those I, are literally just for the When podcast. I heard it, I was like, mm-hmm, yep, thank you for validating me. Yeah. Because I say this a lot, but they literally said that we could all be married oh. if that was the number yeah. one goal. That was the goal. But it does matter who and how. Yeah, sure. Like, and so, and I've always said you that. Like, we wanted to be in a lifelong relationship yes. right now. We could be struggling our way through it, probably having to go to a couple's therapy, like looking at potential divorce, like picking up slack where we don't need to, then picking up our slack where they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like we could, ha- we could all have that. Yeah. And I just don't think that that is worth it. Like, you know, in the lonely moments it might feel like it, but it's also like, dang it. There's, I feel like it would be way worse to be in a house with a spouse and feel lonely then. Yeah. That sucks. And because you like yeah. rush something just because you wanted to have the marriage, you wanted to have this thing. So anyways, when I heard that one, I think it was in the first podcast that I was like yeah. very I was like, Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for validating that because it's true. Like yeah. if all you want is to be married is to be in that relationship. You can do it. You absolutely could do it. But like the settling is just not worth it. I think that was Ben Stewart and he had three C's um calls, character, and clarity. Mm, that's starting to yeah. I don't really remember what he said about Those each are of those, but <laughs> calls, character, and clarity. Go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, I know. I need yeah. to listen to that one. Yeah. Anyways, 
Another Uno card? Uh, your turn. Can I just draw let's one? Do it. We're oh, getting close, y'all. We're going to mix it. Dating apps. No, let's do it. Okay, fine. Well, we've already. What else are we going to say? No, no, but I want to say, just let's give it a little. Oh, Betsy has notes. No, I don't. From her copy and paste. No, it's not notes, but um, I did want to. What could we possibly say that we haven't already touched on? Yeah. They're a great tool. They're a great resource. We're both, we're open-minded to them. Okay, not yeah, for everybody. We, we, have, we, have, we have done them a lot. So instead, I'm just going to read some bios oh, that have funny. screenshot. That's funny. Okay. That's hilarious. A little levity here. Um, and <laughs> I probably sent some of these. And we've said it before, but just know that your your profiles get sent to your friends. Oh. Okay, this guy said, um, <laughs> and just but none of these guys I actually swiped or matched with. This guy was an, a literal, well, he said he was an astronaut at NASA, um, or he worked at NASA and did something. I don't sure. know. Yeah. yeah. His bio says, I have designed a probe for Uranus. I wish I could phrase that a different way. No. <laughs> what? Designed a probe I, no, for I, Uranus. I got it. Yeah. Um, Honestly, that's actually kind of funny. I really, actually, I think I would laugh at that. And if somebody, okay, so this one... I don't know if I want to bring this up. I'll just leave it here. We oh, can talk about it later. Sure. Does anybody know what a kitchen table poly relationship is? <laughs> no. When they're, but honestly, clarity is kindness. I These mean, people that get on here and they're like, I'm looking for a relationship where I take care of you and you treat me like oh, crap. I'm like, honestly. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> to be the dom or whatever. Yeah, I'm what, like, whoa. What was the one that I saw and I was like, please, please let this be a thing. I'm looking to be the next um, Eric and Tammy Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm here that for that. That one... Let's go on a date. Or yeah, but that's cute. That's yeah, cute. I think that's what I'm saying. Oh, that one, I'm that excited me. But and if you're know. into Friday Night Lights, you have a connection. Yeah, or football. Exactly. Yeah, thousand percent. This guy said, um, "If you drive a truck or ride an electric, <laughs> what is this the guy? In if the you castle? drive a truck or ride an electric unicycle, that's a huge plus." What is an electric unicycle? I guess it's sure a they have on. This guy, Quentin, I do have his name. He said, been single. his name? I, he's never going to listen to this. How would he You're know? Right. I might find him. Been single since 2019, so I'm like really bad at this, but I'm fun to hang out with, I promise. Honestly, I should put that <laughs> as my bio. This, <laughs> this guy, I think his name is Devo. I don't know. Hockey, dogs, music, 90s jams all day. I'm, a, I'm simple AF to figure out. Medium ugly, but good mental health. Hey, hey, we appreciate that. that. Yeah. Oh, this one's real. for you. This one's for you, Case. 6'3", software engineer. Okay. The Pope's hat is so big because Jesus is in there controlling him Ratatouille style. Wait, what's up? Ratatouille? You've never seen that movie? Oh, with the rat? The chef's hat? The oh, chef's hat. Oh, yeah. I've never watched it. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Ratatouille. I'm not a movie girl, and y'all know I know. Oh, I, you had me at 6'3". Um, she zoned out. French guy, just looking for decent croissants. Same. Huh. Todd says, last time I was somebody's type, I was donating blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> That's good. Wait. I think we should we should meet him. I would have mastered him. <laughs> these are scripts. No, y'all. I've seen that so many times, so they must be Googling what to put oh, in my dating that's profile. A that's a thing. I've not seen that mm-hmm. one. I love it. it was, that was the first time I, I saw it, and it was original. funny, but I've seen it a few times. Um Right, okay. Let's get, like two more. Okay, two more. Let me get two more funny ones and then that sweet one. Um, the prayer one. <laughs> some of these are ratchet. You have so. Wait, I heard one the other day that was so funny. Please it was tell like, me. a guy I went to college with, and I saw him on one of the dating apps, and it said, um, "I might so be. Cocky. What is he like? I might be five. Um, 
what is it like five oh, six? I might be five six or something like that. But if you stack up all my medical um, yeah. student, <laughs> student medical debt, I'm a solid six seven. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll give it to you. That's yeah. Funny, yeah, yeah. Transparency there, as yeah. well. The the tall thing is like a whole thing. I saw this one one time that this guy was like, um, um, I'm like. I'm five eight, but six eight if I'm wearing twelve inch stilts or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, fair the, enough. The yeah. Is, yeah, but the last one I will say, I thought this one was very sweet. This guy, he had like random, like normal things in his bio, and then the last little bit said, um, "Even if you're not interested in me or we don't match, send me your prayer request. I'd love to pray for you." And I was like, like we can like, take all the prayers we can get. Also, thank you for taking this demonic platform. I'm just kidding. It's not demonic, but sometimes. Allie, how do you feel about dating? I know, <laughs> yeah. I hate them. Well, Al, then clearly. go ahead and pick, yeah, go ahead and pick the next oh, card. Yeah, cool, we have going. two left. Here we go. I will say one more thing I hate about dating apps, and this has to do with my whatever, but there's nothing more awkward than when your matches include your former students <gasps> and your brother's friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if I needed any more reasons I know. to, I to know, explain. Girl. It's, it's hard. Um, it's this hard. one, is this is fun. This is in the more positive direction. Oh, nice. Okay. Green flags Ooh. slash your type. Oh. Green flags. Yeah. Tall, hot truck for case. Okay, thank you. Football. Loves, loves Jesus. Football. Believer. Loves, Jesus. loves people. Gotta love people. Yeah. And a people wants yeah, to serve people. Person. People personally. Yeah, serve people. Open-minded to meeting new people. Yes. I mean, family-oriented. I'm happy to be the social butterfly of the relationship. Totally down to have that. But I also don't want to... I don't want to feel like I'm dragging you to all the things. So that, Lord, Ren and I have talked about this a lot. I genuinely do believe, and this before I get in a relationship, there are there are weekends, y'all, where it's my girls weekend out. You go with the boys, I'm going with the girls. We're going to have ourselves a time. Love you, mean it, see you back here on Sunday when we can't get home. Can't wait to hear all about it then. But then also, like, I it, can't wait. I love, in this season of my life, I genuinely love celebrating my friends and their marriages. So going to weddings and going on trips or getting to you know, third wheel with my friends and, mm-hmm. you know, order pizza after a night out and those sort of things. Like, that is generally fun to me. So it does matter that you don't have to be best friends. You're going to have your best friends. But can you be open to coming over to someone's house who has welcomed me into yeah. being my <clears throat> true authentic self? They've helped me make, you know, me become the person I am today. Mm-hmm. Can you welcome them in and love them as well? And yeah. then also be open that, hey, maybe everyone has different backgrounds, beliefs, experiences. So just like open-minded. Like, yeah. uh, and again, we can come home. We can debrief. We can have our own outlook on things. But I have a lot of people in my life that I love so deeply and have loved me so well that you just have to remain open-minded to everyone's where they're at in life yeah. that is mm-hmm. that is something that's really important to me for sure yeah. um another green flag you know i'm gonna say this communication hot <laughs> there you go yes. emotional maturity hot hot i was like what are you saying hot <laughs> well that was you earlier with um are you saying commu- hot oh, okay. hot. hot like hot oh, sure yeah for sure that's what i'm saying just the way you pronounce yeah. it was hot. confused sorry um, hot yeah. attractive i'm from yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. um Communication, emotional maturity. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Let me follow. <laughs> I don't know what else. Uh, I mean, I said a lot. Yeah, no. I mean, their faith oh, is spiritual a growth. Yeah. yeah. Like, we love act- that. Like, actively pursuing. Actively. Like, like you can be active. You can be ratchet and messed up, but like you're moving forward. Yeah. I hope it yeah. doesn't. But. Can I say, which I told you this a couple weeks ago, this was a whole. Revelation oh, yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I thought you were going to say earlier. Oh, really? Okay. So the Which whole... I was... We love that. Yeah. Self-awareness. Yeah, I'm a little prideful girl. Um, the whole scripture about being equally yoked. 
Anybody know where that's at? I don't. I think it's a clean. Um, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but you know the one about being equally yoked. Believers be equally yoked in marriage. Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. Um, so my entire existence, I always thought that that meant my partner had to be doing things in their faith the way that I was doing things yes. in my faith. And, um, like they had to be just as loud about it. They had to be teaching and serving and blah, 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 all the things. And, um, I told Allie one night when we were hanging out and I said, to be quite honest, I've been so frustrated for so long. Cause I'm like, I'm never going to find anybody that does all the same things that I do or running like I do. And, um, in that moment, I'm like, wow, that is the most proudful thing. No, no, be more explicit. You, she explicitly told me, she was like, I'm not gonna find somebody good enough. That she like looked at me. it and she's like, I'm better than you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there are certain things it's like, I'm doing this and you're not. Yeah. And so I'm better than you, so it can never be equally yeah. yoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to out myself. But, yeah, but, but also, no, like, but no, it's like, I mean, we all Definitely. have those things where yeah. it's like, we think that and identifying that in our own brain is like, Yes, the healthiest thing you Mm -hmm. can do. But I think this was said somewhere along the way of like the Summer Loving podcast series. Um, But that scripture equally, okay, Allie has it. It is, can you tell me? It's 2 Corinthians. Uh, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteous and wickedness have in common, or what fellowship can light have with darkness? So basically saying, as a believer, we need to be equally. And so kind of the thing that I guess people have known for a long time, but I didn't, is that that scripture means literally we both have to be believers. Mm -hmm. We need to believe in who Jesus is and what he did for us, period. It's going to look, it not only can look very different in the way that it portrays, I think that I, and this is just whatever, I think that it makes sense that God is going to put two Uh people in a marriage where one person's being used in all these ways and the other person's being used in all these different ways. Mm -hmm. Because look at all the skill sets and all the ways of, you know, sharing who he is with other people in that one united relationship. Like if it was all the same, it's like, that's still good. But it's like, if you're bringing all these different skill sets, all these different strengths, all these gifts that he's given you personally and combining the two together, like you're doubling your skill sets. Yeah. And if you haven't heard that first did I say first or verse? Just you said now. first. Right <laughs> if you yeah. haven't heard that verse before. <laughs> I thought you were going to say first verse. So No, if you haven't heard that verse before, equally yoked, that is in reference to like back in the day, oxen or mm-hmm. whatever, farm animals, plowing. like plowing. You know more about farming. <laughs> but a yoke is what keeps them <laughs> yeah. side by side together. Yeah. Yes. Um, so just a little nug. I think, not I think, but I also have learned at, since starting a relationship with God, like especially in college or my late 20s, like I've shared, you know, I feel like I always knew God. I always knew he was there for me, you know, grew up going to church and like, you know, praying for dinner and stuff. But like the, the idea of having a relationship with God, well, mm-hmm. I've, I've said this in friendships, I've said yeah. this with family, also dating one, the ship goes in, the ship comes out. Like that is something that there's going to be seasons of time where I'm feeling stronger than my yeah. partner. And then there are going to be other seasons where, yeah. okay, Casey, like I'm so independent. And especially this past year, like just feeling very, very weak with all this medical stuff and bringing up some old things. It really took a t- like a toll on me. Mm-hmm. I had to reflect and be like, on those days when I literally didn't even barely want to talk to Ren about it, let alone like y'all about it, let alone like if, if I'm married right now, 
Mm-hmm. Well, you got to talk about it because you're sharing a bed with them that night. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I don't even want anybody to see me like this because yeah. I don't like want to put that burden on anyone else. One, that's literally what marriage is. It's it's navigating those things together. And that's why it's like, again, he says, don't build our life on the sand. You build it on mm-hmm. a foundation. And that yeah. is the number one. But two, how lucky are we all that when it comes to having a relationship with God, we practice all of this with him first. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in my walk with Jesus, I've had those days where I'm like, well, it's just so hard because you're perfect. And he's like, that's the point because yep. you constantly get to put this back on me you constantly not only walking side by side i'm helping you be stay connected with me like yeah. i'm the vine you're the branches yeah. like and mm-hmm. and so that's something too that even in our singleness right now how like lucky are we that i don't know i don't want to say the distraction like if at, at the end of the day it's not going to be about marriage it's going to be about mm-hmm. being with god and being with jesus and um how lucky are we that we get to know that and what relationship looks like and almost practice this, these things now um because we know that we live in a broken world and hard days are inevitable even yeah. if optimistic you know younger casey like couldn't believe what hard days are happening it's you know yeah. this isn't the first it won't be the last and i get to know like who's with me in it and then when he does invite a partner in life in it i get to practice those things with that person yeah so. That's good, Kate. Yeah. Perfection. That is really good. And something you said, I was going back to um, something that years ago, 2019, um, that I feel like the Lord said to me. I was doing a lot of prayer about a future husband, partner, that kind of thing. And the Lord spoke very clearly to me in a lot of ways. But one of the things, um, one morning in my quiet time, it like he said to me, like, Betsy, this, this is more, there's more at work here than just your marriage. Like this is a matter of life and death. Yeah. And so I'm not kidding that morning. So I feel like he's speaking that. And then later I'm like in my Bible and you know, those times where you just like open it up and like, you're going to look for something else. And then it just like flops open to like exactly what you need to see. So that morning, um, as I had been you know, praying through that, I flipped open to find something in Matthew and it went right to Matthew 22 and the heading says marriage and resurrection. And so this piece of scripture is talking about, um, I'll just like paraphrase it, but the Sadducees, they're saying there's no resurrection and they're like teacher. So they give an example. There's a woman who's married and her husband dies and like culture says, she has to marry the brother brother, and they kind of go through and it's like okay she she marries the second brother he does she marries the third brother all the way up to the seventh brother so at the resurrection who does she belong to whose wife is she and jesus is like you got it all wrong because there is no marriage and like that's not the point um like you you are resurrected with me not with your partner not with your kids not with your dog or whatever Mm -hmm. like this is all bigger than marriage and being with the people who we're going to be with here on earth like this is a matter of life and death yeah no it's sorry to take it that deep real quick but no but like that's very real like when you're talking about the and again i think that's one of the things that has helped me get to a place to where i truly can confidently be like i would rather die alone (laughs) than to settle for something that i know wasn't what the lord had for me in like the marriage aspect Mm -hmm. because Honestly, the point of marriage, as I believe in marriage from a Christian standpoint, is to serve the Lord together. Mm -hmm. It's to become one flesh serving the Lord. And right now, I'm individually one flesh serving the Lord as best as I can with what he's given me. Mm -hmm. And the only reason, I mean, obviously there are, because God is good and he is gracious and he blesses us in all these ways Mm -hmm. that are 
nice to us basically mm-hmm. like very kind we have these wonderful ad- like things that come from a marriage that personally we we get and we feel mm-hmm. and that's great but like ultimately the goal mm-hmm. of a marriage from a christian viewpoint right. is to become one flesh together and then be able to serve the lord in different new ways but it's still always pointing that glorification yes, back to him sure. and so it's like for me i'm like i'm doing the best i can with what he's given me individually now and until i meet somebody that we can become one together and do that even better or maybe not better but in a different new way that we're feeling called to do like if i'm going into it any other reason than that it's for selfish reason yeah. and i don't think that I mean, obviously there are marriages that like, they're not, they don't have a Christian basis at all. And there are some that work and are great. But again, for my understanding, my personal understanding and purpose and beliefs in marriage, like, I don't think my marriage is going to be as blessed in all of those things that are kind of worldly, like in the fun moments, in the little things, in the intimacy, in the moments where you're not feeling lonely. I think you're going to be more blessed in a marriage that you chose together because Mm -hmm. you knew it was going to glorify the Lord. Mm -hmm. So anyways... That, I think, because it's like when it comes to the life and death, I think it could be life and death between the two individuals getting married. But more likely, it's life and death because what is your, how is your marriage going to impact eternity? Mm-hmm. And like, Ooh, how wow. is you living together and serving together going to change hearts and lives and souls, even if it's just planting a seed here and there yep. throughout the time that you're together, that is ultimately going to make those little hearts and minds and souls and seeds planted ended up being on the other side of eternity with the Lord. Whereas maybe if they hadn't come in contact with you and your spouse together yeah. and whatever you were doing serving together, they wouldn't have known Jesus that way, you know? Say it. Yeah. So anyways, and that was yeah. kind of away from green flags. <laughs> Wait, were we on green flags? Yeah. We were like, <laughs> why did we say green flags? How did we get there? Wait. Okay, let's do the last part. Okay, let's do and it. And your type. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll do we want to get into our type? No. Like, no. We talked about that. I think that feels, fun. I feel like that's done yes. there. Yeah. All right, so the last one that we drew, and I'm glad that this one came last, personal lessons that have helped you move forward in dating. Ooh. All the lessons. What? We're going to need to wrap this up because I am, um, I have drank a lot of coffee this morning. And you have to shower as well. Yep. <laughs> cool. Don't out me. You put me peeing on the last podcast. Okay. So. Okay. Well, okay. Let's go. Lessons that you Personal learned. lessons. Okay. First one that comes to mind is one that I learned uh, back in the fall. Lessons are a lifetime. Any dating experience is going to end in one of the two. Mm-hmm. You're either going to get a lot of lessons or maybe just one lesson or it's forever and it's going to be for a lifetime. But with the lessons, which I have gotten all lessons so far, not the lifetime, but with those lessons, I think it's important. What something that I've started doing is just jotting them down. So Mm -hmm. like, for example, let's say you go through an experience of dating for a month-ish and then you get ghosted. I don't know, hypothetical here. Or reality. (laughs) Last July, do you not remember? (laughs) Keep going, please do. Oh, Jesus. But one thing that I've started doing is taking the time to reflect, like, okay, here's what happened. This sucked. It was terrible. But what are the lessons that I learned about myself in this? What are the lessons that I learned about me in dating? And what are the lessons that I learned about God in this? And so what I have done, there's a whole page that I keep um, in my, my little prayer closet. And I literally would just write out all the lessons and the guy's initials beside them. So I remember which one of those taught him to me and mm-hmm. give him the middle finger well, after that. But sure. um, I, was gonna say, give him a I don't really, I don't really. But that's the first one that comes to mind. What you got, Case? Um, oh, that was a good one. Okay, this is, 
it just kind of goes back, Allie, you just touched on it a little bit, but like I've been saying a lot of my stuff with like grace and having grace is like do the best you can with what you have in the season that you're in and know uh-huh. that your seasons will change. So I think it's like, again, that knowing that, hey, if this happened, he's going to use it in yep. better ways and more positive things. One thing that I wrote down in these notes, it says, bless what has fed me in certain seasons and move forward in divine direction. Mm. So there are certain boundaries that I have placed on my life or I didn't realize that, hey, after these certain experiences, I'm not even going to give all the credit to that. But after those experiences, I've now made more decisions for myself. So, you know, for example, I'll just go ahead and say, like, I've made the decision that I'm going I'm to wait for marriage. And that is something that, you know, I like had talked about and like thinking about I've had little conversations about and now I'm like very very confident that like in my experiences and where I'm at right now in the direction I'm planning to move forward like that is a deci- decision I've now made for my life and I don't know that I would have gotten there even if a couple of those experiences hadn't happened right. I just think that because that is not only just something a thing for my marriage and I could sit here and, and say because I'm so good and I'm following God's design and sure I think that's the direction I'm heading in now but that wasn't a posture honestly the very beginning it was because well Casey this is something you need for yourself like mm. I really need to be able to relearn what this all looks like and can be and what the design is and therefore like it was going to take me making that decision to then move forward in it so um and I can look back on other seasons in my life and say those things are going to be used and valued and contribute to whatever but one other thing I was going to say how you had mentioned it earlier in regards to this, but um, counseling has been something that has Mm. been really helpful, like, for me. Um, It was something that I didn't actually, like, pursue. It kind of, like, came to me, found my counselor that I see through a friend. Didn't, it wasn't a great fit for her, but I was like, wow, this girl, she's awesome. And three years later, still, you know, getting to see my friend Lytha all the time. Shout out to Lytha every time. Love Lytha. Shout out to Lytha. Personal <laughs> shout out to Lisa for lots of reasons, girl. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Not just Casey reasons. No nope. reasons. But I um. But I genuinely believe like that's something you know, that has been a really helpful thing for me. And I think the biggest thing that I have learned is that you don't always have to be going through it to have an outside resource of have help. So in other seasons, I've had to remind myself that, hey, Lytha is not God. God is my ultimate counselor. God Mm -hmm. is the first person I'm supposed to be seeking. He is the one that directs me, guides me, heals me, all the things. And he's going to be the one that's with me to the end of the day. Tomorrow, Lytha could be like, you know what? I'm no longer going to be in counseling. I'm going to change my whole career path or I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I can't depend on Lytha. I don't depend on Lytha she's been a wonderful resource for me in this season but something I have learned is that and that's an hour we've talked in Ren too of course we've talked in different seasons where I think sometimes when you're putting that work in it's not a oh wow look at me I'm doing the work I'm healing I'm doing all this stuff for myself it is an expectation for me not that somebody else is in counseling but you're open to it because Mm. I don't genuinely believe that I don't want to wait Ali you had just mentioned earlier or referenced it earlier that hard things in marriage it's gonna happen I don't Mm. think it should be hard I think it should be you should be married to your best friend and it should for the most part be easy if you're if it's so hard that means you're probably forcing something that's not supposed to be there but we're going to go through really hard things so one are you open-minded to bringing somebody else into this and having these conversations to help us see it from a different point of view that is that is something that i do hope and expect for somebody else that it's not viewed as a bad or negative thing Mm -hmm. um but also it doesn't have to be just because it's helpful for me i'm not going to expect some my partner to be actively seeking you know counseling i mean i'm i went through a couple months where i wasn't seeing like that and then now you know seeing her because I'm like, oh, there are a couple conversations I want to continue to have. Um, But that's been a big lesson because what I have found, we can joke and say it's ghosting, but I have actually caught a trend, y'all, that I realized that 
I was the rebound for a lot of these guys. And I, and I, it breaks my heart looking back now that I'm like, I'm so sorry that that six year relationship ended and you getting cheated on. And you know, I was the first person or second person you went on a date and I'm sure I was a lot of fun and I'm energetic and bubbly and I'll talk a freaking ear off and we'll go to football games or baseball games or do whatever. But then when you realize, hey, I have more healing to do and you just drop off the face of the earth, you've not only just like done this to yourself, now you've outed me mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, you put a real bad taste in my mouth because this ish keeps happening i mean like literally it's just like we gotta we gotta get it together you know what i mean so it's like at the end of the day all of these things that are happening are not just because of me maybe Mm -hmm. i sparked a conversation or realized that you no longer want to pursue things Mm -hmm. with me and that is fine but that's also not my responsibility you have Mm -hmm. responsibility as well and you need to take care of your shit sorry i'm just gonna say it as it is like i'm putting a lot of work in on myself i've had to push a lot of pride aside i've had to put a lot of work in and have a lot of honest and real conversations with my loved ones and if you are not doing that on your own i highly encourage you to seek to help us out there and it's not just even help it's like you're you're planting seeds for your future here so like get it together buddy i mean i mean that in the nicest way but getting with another girl is not gonna fix your problems i want to respond to two things the first thing we just got done talking about green flags i think all of us have agreed lately therapy if you're a guy in therapy green flag yeah yes we think that's green flag um which guys apparently think the other that yeah. you shouldn't tell girls that you're in therapy. Because it means it, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, but it so also tells me, yeah, yeah, there's something wrong, yeah. but you're humble enough to accept help and you're actively trying to work on yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Anyways, 100%. going past that. But with that case, you said something about, th- this is one of my lessons that I've learned um, in the way that, as you were talking, I was thinking like collateral damage, like our choices affect more than just us in dating. Um, so like it, oh, for sure. yeah, it affects yeah us with other humans it affects our personal relationship with god it can even sometimes affect the other person's relationship with god based on what we do and how we treat them and what we say and um just you talking about that like i think it's important to consider that the way that you interact with these people whether that's going on dates or friendships or whatever like you can cause collateral damage Mm -hmm. which brings me to another lesson my mom always says, leave something better than you found it. So that has been like oh, recently yeah. one of my like dating things. Like, am I leaving this person better than I found them? And I'll just leave it at that one. Okay. Did you have one? <clears throat> I do. Okay. So I think that mine is, it, I mean, it, it doesn't really have specifically to do with the dating or this realm, but like it's what I go to when I'm discouraged in that or yeah. like when I'm sitting in those lonely places or whatever been spending a lot of time with this this year um like naming scripturally going Mm -hmm. in and trying to name and identify promises like things that god has promised to me because the reality is he hasn't promised a romantic relationship to me he hasn't promised a marriage to me he hasn't promised it to any of us um i believe that he you know can and will and all those things but it's not a promise to me so i've been trying to lean in in those moments to the things that he has he has promised to me and so like just uh, some of them on my list is that he promises to grow and strengthen me. Mm-hmm. He promises to take care of all of my needs. He promises to work everything out for my good. He promises to be with me always. He promises to protect me. He, there's a long list. I won't go through them yeah. all. But leaning into these promises from the Lord have sure. been like such a huge thing when I'm in those moments when I get so frustrated and just kind of reframing my brain of like, I want this so bad. Why don't I have it yet? Just kind of shifting back into this like, okay, 
I don't have this, but like I do have all these things that you have promised to me. And because of the God that you've been to me, I know this is who you are. This is who you will continue to be. Whether this relationship comes to fruition in my life or not, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, we've practiced it with God. Like it's not even practicing it with God. It's like ultimately our life, Mm. our life is not ours. Like our life is his and he's going, if we allow him, like he gets to use it for whatever his purpose is. And so it's like, the relationship with God is the main thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's the game. It's not the practice. Like if we get the opportunity to take what we've learned from that gameplay into like a worldly relationship with a man like that, that's kind of where it comes in into all of that. And so it's just, I think that has been really helpful for me. And I know like one of the things I've been saying a lot kind of recently, and it's been coming stemming from me kind of visiting these promises this year specifically is like, if he has it for us, we cannot miss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. thinking about a these promises that he has for us. Like there are definitely moments when I don't feel strong, but he promises to give me strength. Like mm-hmm. there are definitely moments when I don't feel like this is good, but he promises to work it for good. Mm-hmm. Like there are all these things where it doesn't feel that way, but and it might not be that way in that moment. But like it's going to end up there, mm-hmm. and so it's just like if he does that through these promises, like that's just another example in my personal life. Not to mention if you go biblically right now, I'm thinking at large, like the promised, actual promised land, like all of the different detours through the wilderness, all of those things, it looks like they're never going to get there. They do. Mm -hmm. It cannot pass them. He promised it for them. So like he had it for them. They couldn't do anything. They delayed it. (laughs) They definitely made choices, but like, Ultimately, he had promised that to him, so it, it could not pass them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's been a huge thing in, in this realm of things, but also just in life in general, in areas that I get discouraged, like because of the promises that like the Lord directly gives to us and because of the way that I can personally see this playing out in my life, like I know with confidence that I can say, if he has it for me, it cannot pass me. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot miss it. Um, and so like when applying that to a relationship to a marriage, it's like, you know what? I want it so desperately. And I know and fully believe that if it's something he has for me, it can't miss me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like a hope and an encouragement in that. Um, I don't know. That's just, that's been really, really helpful for me mm-hmm. and leaning into those things that I know that he does promise me yeah. and all of the like beauty and joy that comes from those. That's so good. Al. That feels like a good place to leave it. That was a great wrap up. And also I've been interceding on behalf of my bladder over here that Uh, (laughs) the past 30 minutes. So we're going to end it there. (laughs) But I do love that we took the time to talk about this this morning. It was so fun. And our first audience, (laughs) shout out, she's waving. Um, And I did want to let the people know, I think I've already told y'all, but one thing that I started doing a month or so ago is, um, you know, I love music. And so I started creating playlists based on, um, I guess, themes. Mm -hmm. Like hope and trust was a big theme for me for a second. I mean, it still is. But um, so I made a playlist specifically with, with songs that like help me stay in that hopeful posture. I made a playlist that keeps me in the trust posture. Um, anyways, there's like maybe eight or nine playlists that I created that they're public on, I guess if you click, we were trying to do it last night. I don't know. If you go I'll, to any of the other Valley and View playlists mm-hmm. and then go to yes. Betsy, who is, that's her, her profile. Yeah. On it's Spotify. under the profile, but there's, then they're there. There's one power yet, hope, trust, peace. All and they're the beautifully color coded uh, with their own. I love it so much. Thumbnail icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can go there and add it, take what you want 
for what you need. Also, right now there is a quarterly country. <laughs> oh, I need to make that private. Yeah, I'm on my quarterly country kick right now. Yeah. It happens about four times a year, but around this time of year, it usually comes up when I get to break out the cowboy boots. Oh gosh. So, anyways, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Have yeah. a blessed day. <laughs> Happy summer.